0: good, everybody? What's good? Welcome back to yet another episode of Off The Strength, where we're giving you the inside look into all things wellness culture. I'm a trainer called Tony, and of course with me, I got some gentlemen of Extraordinary League. Gents, let's go around the table and introduce ourselves, please. What's up? What's
1: up, people? You're here with your boy, Troy Brooks. The one and only, the only one. Allow me to introduce myself. <laughs> there we go. TB. Your trainer, Corey, a.k.a.
2: your favorite lover's favorite lover. You just got K.R. Jones underscore in the building, and I have nothing else. There we go.
0: There we go, Kyle. You know, Kyle, you don't have to make yourself sound like it's not, you're not more than that. You yeah, know? yeah. You, you, He's you the man, myth, the legend, Mr. You Jones. Are. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah.
2: The people that know,
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> the most important distinction. There we go. If you know, you know. You got to be inside if the league. you know, you know. That's what's up. Guys, what's going on today? How you feeling off kicking off this week? Everything man. good? Yeah. Y'all Amen. feeling? I right? y'all feeling cool, calm, collected. Man, feeling feeling the love.
3: I'm in a good place,
0: feeling man. Revived. There we go. Rejuvenated after yeah. Trina's episode. We had to get that right. breath in. Mm-hmm. You know, Ooh, we breathing a little different, breathing a mm-hmm. little easier. Yeah. You know, we love that. Shout out to again the esteemed ladies that we had come through all month. You know, hitting you yes. with the most, the best amount of insight, the most direct. I'd say pure. Uh, Translations of how they navigate Through their situations And again We're always going to be Happy to celebrate with them But Ladies and gentlemen Listeners from near and far Today We're going back to the A-Sides We're hitting you with The segments coming through Mm. That's where we get to Shine our light on us Letting you know Exactly What the scoop is On this wellness industry With the signature segments that we've been knocking out from day one, and you know it's always going to be A1 when it's with this team, right, guys? a That's what I'm talking about.
3: A1 from day one,
0: boy. Now, before we jump all the way into this, I want to make sure that everybody listening in right now makes a mark on that little calendar for the April 5th date, okay? There's going to be an inside scoop dropping pretty soon on what's going down on April 5th. Please pay attention to what we're doing. Uh, Anybody that's a listener in the Tri-State area, I'd say pay particular attention to what we, what we got coming up very soon. Just teasing it out. You. you might teasing have to get it. a flight from Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Yeah, Sri Lanka. We holding yeah. you down. Sri Sh- 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 Lanka.
2: Sri Sh- Lanka. We got the fezzes oh, on deck. All of that yeah. stuff. We're going to have the carpets. <laughs> <booked>. <laughs> we ready to rock.
1: <laughs> they heard April 5th. They booked flights already. Pull get up. in
0: here. Make sure you mark it down. We're going to hit you with some more information as soon as possible. Uh, but guys, are you ready to jump into this week? Let's do it. Let's get into the shenanigans, please. Let's Starting off with Rip from the headlines and uh, guys this week i want to talk about something that is really a indicator of what i say future health in this space is going to be and i say health of the industry at large uh lawsuits in the wellness industry can dictate a lot of where we're going to go now i don't know if you're in love with the industry of fitness as much as you're in love with fitness but if you understand that there's a distinct difference between the two You got to make sure that you're watching what the industry is doing because it will have impact on what you do in your day-to-day space. So, first things first, I saw a lawsuit coming out of Florida with a man by the name of Jody Stewart is suing Planet Fitness for infarctions on what he said his contract was. And uh, Jody is suing for $1,500 for each distinct uh, text message that he was sent, totaling up to $5 million. (laughs) So, Jody signed up for a free water competition at Planet Fitness, and in exchange for him giving a text message saying, yes, I want to come to the gym and getting free water, they then started a whole campaign where they were marketing to him direct pop-up messages and all the rest of that kind of stuff. This kind of direct-to-consumer conversation is something that's happening in a lot of different spaces, but if you don't get that person's permission, and you do invade on their privacy as he's making this claim, this is a class-action lawsuit, so Mm. Planet Fitness tried to get out of the outside arbitration so they tried to keep it contained to inside that gym but it was escalated up to the next level and now they're really looking at the potential of facing this five million dollar lawsuit for sending a text message which one I think is wild I'm gonna go to every gym today and sign up to yeah. give them my text message number <laughs>
3: Yeah, so I can jump in on because I'm
0: getting in on that one from the ground <laughs> yeah. you know that message didn't get through to all the Planet Fitnesses I'm hitting them all up today <laughs> how dare you try to keep me yeah hydrated. exactly I, don't I, send me no text message promoting program. me. program yeah I don't yeah, think I don't, do that. I don't Understand how yeah. this was a part of the promotion? I thought they were just
2: giving out pizza
0: and shit. Nah, they do a lot of and stuff. And bagels. And yeah. bagels. They do a lot of different things. But I want to get to the heart of the matter and ask you guys, um, as you all have different lines of communication in your respective businesses, what are your practices with disclosing how you intend on cl- contacting these people? Do you have anything in place? Or are you even mindful of how that the ramifications can actually come back
1: up and play? You know me, Mr. Backpocket, a.k.a. Boundary Setter. That I am, um, I definitely have a policy and procedure and a guidelines that I send out to clients. You, go, I mean, to my clients. You guys know if you see my email, anyone that knows me knows in my signature, I have kind of the hours that I operate, my, my cancellation policy. I'm making sure that these people are signing everything and everything, and it is a clear, concise level of, of how we're going to communicate, when I communicate, when I don't communicate, and, and when I plan to talk to you, period. You have to set those boundaries.
3: Mm. Um, I'm a I'm a little more open in my communication with my clients, but um, I do have lines of time. And mine is earlier because I work late and I'm I'm not up early. So don't try to hit me at like seven o'clock because you're gonna be on the pause. Yeah. You will I will Already. not know you contacting me at all. <laughs> it's the earliest I'm up right now. Yeah, I'm normally still asleep right now. Mm-hmm. So um so yeah my 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 business the way I practice mine is way later in the day and I start like mid afternoon and that's usually how I go through and I roll. So I have the same. Line of boundary, it's just different time frames. Can clients hit you at 4 a.m.? Up, up to about midnight to, to 1. I'm cool, okay. yeah. I'm still up working, okay. yeah.
2: Gotcha. Uh, shout out to Jody Joe for, <laughs> for, for, for turning this lawsuit around, <laughs> oh, uh. <yeah. laughs> For me, man, just, I don't even have that many clients no more. Like, I don't train that much. So, my clients know I hit them the night before to confirm, and I'm seeing you in the morning. Like, if it's some other business, you you see the email, hit the email. Mm -hmm. I did get that crazy 3 a.m. call, though. That was nuts. That (laughs) was. Are you Kyle? Like, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's are you me. the one they call Kyle? You blowing right? up, son. You blowing up. That's what happens. <laughs> nah, fam. This, get out of my line with is that this send you a catchphrase? Yeah, yeah. right. No. Someone called you at 3 a.m.? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Talking about, are you the Instagram model? Like, nah, fam, I'm not. Ooh, get out of here. Hey.
0: Who are you? That might be a different intention with that call. Seriously. At 3 a.m.? That's confusing. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, yeah. I was jaded
2: because they were like, oh, we're looking to build. I'm like...
0: You're nah, not building, you're at, not 3
2: building m. at three a.m., homie. Get out of, get off my line. Who are you and different. where are you? What time zone
1: are you and fam? That you're calling me because it's three a.m. here.
2: Even in if New we York. was on the west coast, it's midnight. You know what
3: I'm saying? Get out of here. might be, maybe, maybe across the pond somewhere. It was yeah. Sri Lanka. Yeah. Yeah. It was might up. be a Sri Lanka.
2: Yeah. If it was Sri
0: Lanka, my apologies. <laughs> if I offended you, you know what I'm saying? I got love for y'all.
2: They's trying to build with but the. But you gotta come correct. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, man. I think it's a difference between regular communication one to one and actually soliciting mass texts. Um, because this is what the he is alleging his damages are coming from. Uh, and inside of that, I think anybody who is a business owner, please be cautious when you are intent on using these different forms of communication to people. You have to disclose that you are going to do that. Otherwise, you're going to be on the hook for the same type of things.
1: If you're working out a plan of fitness, you might not have the unlimited text plan.
0: It might not be that. Ooh. That might not Ooh, be the that, situation. I'm, I'm saying, saying, they still saying, it might they still have. They do. By, they like,
1: they do. Really? They do. You got you to gotta pay to play. you got a cricket wireless? <laughs> <laughs> they
0: might be on the Boost mobile. Yo, everybody <laughs> got to start hit. at different levels, man. You got to let Yo, them start up. Listen, I'm just, I, I, you got to
1: get to it, right? I'm not mad at that. I'm just saying, the man might, you know, if you're there, your, your plan might not be right. So this man is being, you know, he's being taxed.
3: But yeah. on, a, on all these text messages, on That's the business side of it, like in like in my space, it's it's more boutique. It's not a box, but like in my space, like we have a particular single person whose responsibility it is to make contact, and that person actually contacts everyone, and they're the only person who communicates with people, so that we make sure you're not getting a bunch of calls, you're not getting a bunch of texts and hit up, because you'll lose people. Like no one, no one's trying to get those. Oh, first off, no one responds to automated texts. Yeah. As soon as I know something's automated, as soon as my phone rings and it's not a person. I'm out.
0: All you got to do is text stop, too. You yeah. text stop,
1: and, and it usually stops.
0: And that's what he did, but they didn't stop. No, sometimes they
3: get
1: extra. You text stop, and they be like, but why? I don't
3: know. It's like yeah. a breakup. We, we use, we They're use like, a, what happened? What did we do wrong?
1: In MySpace, we use, a, we use a, an application that basically sends out Stuff and we don't. It doesn't go through us. It's a third party thing that sends out. and We have the if they respond, we could respond back to them so that they mm. know they're dealing with a, 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 a human. Person, yeah. but um, but we don't have to initiate.
0: It's it's all goes out through an application. That's mm. a
1: safe way to do it.
0: Yeah, and this is what they're alleging that their application just misfired during the during the coursework that is happening. Yeah. Either way, you got to make sure that if you're on the business owner's side, you are going to be culpable. Even if you're using a third-party system, you have to make sure that this works. So please test frequently, test often, and make sure you dot your I's and cross your T's. Otherwise, you're going to be getting hit with this $5 million for sending up somebody a harassing text message. <laughs> Tony, I don't, I don't know how,
3: how deep the information was you got out of this, but um, how did his lawyer justify the cost of text a, message?
0: Well, the cost per infarction, I don't know, but he's on a do-not-call list. Uh, so as they are it's explicitly said hey I told you to stop and I'm on a do not call list and you keep calling me this is harassment and that's uh, why they got to that's that. why
3: they got to that okay.
0: that's why they got that number Um, shout out to Jody man if you need any <laughs>
2: help yeah. anything you know Jody
0: need to train you know what I'm saying yeah. you gotta get your fitness up i
2: let us set off the strength all I'm
0: you. saying is if this goes through I'm acting completely different with giving out my phone number at the gym it's I'm like, gonna have a separate right.
3: phone just for <laughs> <laughs> just for lawsuit turn up yeah. a lawsuit phone
0: <laughs> <laughs> turn it all the way up alright folks in other news out here now we have said a few different times before that I believe, or we all believe, that in fitness industry, we're breaking more records sometimes than you would hear inside of a club, right? Mm-hmm. And inside of this space, we got to make sure that we dot our I's and cross our T's here as well because the music industry is seeing the money that the fitness industry is making and they are not the happiest about it. So, when Peloton was sued for $150 million over the use of its songs in their workout videos... With a complete cease and desist to a digital platform, I had to pay attention to what this article was saying. Ooh, wow. Yeah. So all the big uh, record groups are joining forces, and they're coming down hard on people not licensing their music that they're playing inside the studios. I don't know how everybody operates here, right? But there's a difference between the music that you license streaming-wise, meaning what you can play inside the locker rooms and the other soft spaces, and then the music that you play inside the studio, Right. They want to make that distinction clear enough that you should have two licenses that come across in both ways. And this is where Peloton didn't really button up on across the board. So they have remixes and they thought they were getting around all of this stuff. And they're like, actually, no, nah, this is our song and you're profiting off of this. We want $150 million immediately. What yeah. do you guys feel about this?
1: Keep it 100 you, if they would have consulted with us first for some consulting. That's they, what I'm saying, man. Been a,
0: in a better position
1: because I know um, the good folks at Aptiv knew better. Yeah. That's why they do better. You Class
0: pass me? too. Class yeah. pass a paid a lot of money upfront. You,
1: you have to yeah. listen. These A and R's, these record execs, these are the these are the block bullies. They're not playing with y'all. And they want to be paid yesterday. And we we moving into a different space. You you know how the music industry is. It's a yeah. that's a serious space, and those people don't play around. So yeah, you better come correct. I mean, most definitely,
3: you got to look at it like it, it is. There, that is their livelihood. That is what they make their money off of. It's not like it's not like you are out here they're out here doing something crazy like that is what they do yeah. so if you're using if you're making a profit off of a thing that i created then i want my bread
0: yeah, yeah. especially when your that platform can't run without music nobody's yeah. gonna be sitting in the house and no like,
3: one is sitting here listening to
0: and four yeah, yeah. so <laughs> that's not that's not it it's not yeah. so
3: you know <laughs> i mean realistically drake needs his dollar for every time you play you know Kiki, are you with me? You know, you know.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I'm with you, right? I'm but my mindset is more along the lines of like we're we're in the streaming age, right? Where yep. you where you pay for a streaming platform. Yep. Now if we go back to early 2000s where let's say this spin this spin class was happening with a CD like I had the physical CD and I'm playing it in your studio is that are we having the same conversation because I bought the CD and I own it you know what I mean
3: like, No but the context is different and when you were selling CDs you did purchase the CD and you have purchased the right to physically use that
2: thing Yeah
3: They don't have so if you buy it on a CD it's a little different thing
2: But if I'm buying a streaming service then I'm purchasing the right to play whatever means. but you're
3: not purchasing the right to profit off of what you're playing you're, so yeah. the, the, here's the difference is they would charge you a different price for listening to it for your own personal enjoyment than they would listening to it for profit yeah. like when you a movie theater pays a different price for a movie than you do that's a, a perfect example. Yeah. When movie theaters buy movies, they pay significantly different prices because they're making money off of playing the movie. You can go home to your house, have your homies over, watch movies all the day mm-hmm. because you've already paid for your right to recreation, not your right to profit.
0: Yeah, and if you go back to the days where you had your CD cases, Kyle, because I know you had them. Uh, Still does. And, and the tape cassettes. You know Kyle was here for all of that. All yeah. that. Um, Eight hey, track. What's up? Yeah, if you look at the fine print on the back of that, Inside the, the booklets and all the rest of that stuff, it actually tells you explicitly you shouldn't play that for more than five people at a time or thereabouts. Um, going into what the digital age brings, yeah, we, the music industry was way behind the eight ball when streaming became prevalent, when sharing of information became prevalent, when the democratization of experience became prevalent. But now they're being punitive for all the stuff that they missed out on. Mm-hmm. right? So they're going to sue you for every – they're going to overextend because they know that you can't move without them.
3: I remember mean, those? Remember the Napster days?
0: I'm about yes. to say, yeah, like, if, the if day in Napster, out, I, I took off of
3: school. Yeah. I did you know. make sure I got all my downloads. Yeah, <laughs> man. if 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 Napster was
2: a thing, right? LimeWire, LimeWire, Lime Wire, all of that downloading. Like, why didn't you come out then? Why you come? No, they did. There was a few people that that's that's why doors that happened. The reason that the reason
3: that Napster got attacked, the reason that LimeWire yeah. went down, is because those companies got together and came for yeah, them. Man. And that's why they had to shut the streaming down. Like,
1: same that same thing just happened to Fit Radio. Fit is Radio, Fit Radio. They just they just came hard on Fit Radio. Like, yo, what are you doing? What are you doing? You got a bunch of DJs out here spinning on stuff, and then you just stream it on your app and making thousands and thousands of dollars
0: yeah peloton is a four billion dollar company right they've been out for only a few years now and they're expected to only do uh greater numbers they know that they have them in the exact position where you have to play music for this to work Mm. in every single format that you want to do you want to do the bike you want to do the row you want to do the treadmill that's all good it's not going to run without music Mm -hmm. so your tech all of this stuff is has one key man kind of contract if you don't get the key to turn from the music Mm -hmm. industry they're shutting the whole thing down. So they're down. coming in and they're going to be like, yeah, we want probably this $150 million, or we'll scale back and get a part of this company for retribution. That's yep. probably what's going to end up happening. And this is what happens where you play real bully ball in that industry. That's what you, you, Tell you gotta me, look telling the, you. These are the block boys.
3: Not you you got to look at it like this too. They had the opportunity. They knew they were supposed to pay. Yeah. You know, Class Pass made it clear. Like everybody has bowed down and made their payment. They wrote out like, nah, we good. They're not going to come for me. So now I'm going to get all kinds of extra money because you knew you should have paid me up front. Yeah. If you owe me a dollar and you run for me, I need five when I catch you. Pay
0: mm-hmm. attention, folks. Please make sure that them tunes that you bumping wow. is cleared. Mm. Clear your samples. <laughs> make sure you're getting it going. And I, last but not least, again, is going to be another thing that is a cautionary tale. I am of the personal belief that we are inside of the second coming of another bubble, economic bubble inside of what fitness is, right? Um, I've had a few different tangential conversations with people who are in that owner position. They see the bubble coming as well. Hyperinflation for a sustained amount of time is not an effort that is going to be something that you can build longevity on. I don't know if you was around for the housing market, but people were telling you that this $50,000 house that you bought two years ago is now worth 2.3 or more millions of dollars that sounds crazy right so if you're looking at some of the top companies inside here and i'm gonna you know for the views and opinions inside the show to not make too many enemies in here because i'm I'm stirring the pot a little bit (laughs) uh there is let's just say the primary or the 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 lead club inside this industry is under different types of investigations for allegedly hyperinflating what it is that they're doing. And this wouldn't be the first time that this person who's at the helm of this company has hyperinflated another business that has sold. And then when people actually got inside, they found out there wasn't a whole lot of stuff Mm. inside there, right? Pay attention to the profits, the margins, and what the actual cost is of these businesses. If your business is a $10 million business to open and you are netting $25,000 a month, it might sound good, but... That's not covering that ten million dollars. And then, don't forget, music industry is like, hey, by the way, <laughs> yeah, did you dot your did eyes you and cross your teeth, yeah. right? I'm seeing a lot of spaces open up two and three hundred different locations in under a year's time, mm-hmm. selling franchises, doing all the rest of that stuff, right? And it's all speculative. The whole market is based off of what the lead company is doing. So if you're paying attention to the lead company, got to pay attention to the lawsuits that are coming down there mm-hmm. because they're starting to tell you a little bit of information. When these Jenga blocks is looking shaky, that top is going to fall. So please, please, please pay attention to where you're investing that money because uh, Bloomberg is telling you that it's looking a little rocky. And mm. if, if Michael Bees is telling you that it's looking a little rocky, he's talking. <laughs> I got to pay attention to where it's going. Um, let the buyer beware, guys. What do you feel about the glitz and glamour that's sitting inside this industry? Is it going to last the test of time in terms of investment potential? How do you guys feel about that? I
3: I don't, I don't, I don't really think it will. I think that, um, a lot of, a lot of these companies are just like you're saying being built on the idea that people are basically basing, oh, you're profiting this much, not paying attention to, to cost, not paying attention to overhead, and not paying attention to the viability of the product long term because things are trendy and they do pop so a lot of times when you look at businesses that are based on like a particular feel or atmosphere and not necessarily the actual fitness or the science it's difficult to have a trust in whether or not that thing is going to last long term and then there's also the idea of similar with how the housing market went where if you overinflate the idea of a product and everyone bases everything they have on that then when it's finally time to cash in those chips everyone realizes they don't have the money they had and then everyone freaks out and then you have all kinds of mass panic. And that's exactly what essentially exactly what happened with the housing market. So there's a really strong chance that that's exactly what's going to come down when people look at some of these fitness companies and realize that they're not doing what they what you think they're doing. It's a lot of impression and not a lot of fact.
1: Yeah, I'm not here for this fire fest fitness. That's exactly that's what it going is going on. Period. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And I think honestly that a lot of these boutique gyms and concepts that are that are that are coming out again, aren't really, um, they're not supported or even invested into by fitness professionals. These are businessmen. So I think a lot of the people that go into these spaces are just looking for the quick flip of like, let's just run this shit into the ground so we can't get nothing from it and then and then just let it go. I don't even think they're thinking quality or longevity.
3: No, not definitely not. You, you know can tell by the way some of these brands are being built. There's no yeah. way that you're expanding to a thousand locations in, in, in a couple a year? of years. Yeah, like we're gonna make it hot. And you're maintaining quality yeah. of product. Yeah. You can't no expand way. you can't okay. you can't expand a fast food joint that yeah. fast and not lose something. So quality you can't Tell Control. me that something as intricate, as diverse as fitness can just yeah. be replicated yeah. that many times yeah. and you're not falling apart. Yeah. No, that means you don't care you out here for this dollar.
2: That's it. That's exactly what it is. I mean, I agree with everything you're saying. I think it's just a trend like what happened to a shake weight, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, I got a shake weight. Okay. I
3: got a shake weight at the house. How you where, think I got swole? Where is it at now? That's how I got big. It's at the house. I use it at home. Did you, you know, get the
2: one with the cooling system? That was... <laughs> nah fam <laughs> what happened what happened to my man with the brazilian butt lift i ain't seen none of them Yo, those are moving i don't he know exactly if you saw, out here have Yo, you seen a
3: music seriously? video have you seen any music videos have you seen any here. female rapper ever no like
0: <laughs> that was actually a trademark uh class that he moved leandro moved no, he for did, bro, years he, in the he city he
1: came he came off yeah, idea that dude was moving yeah. units. okay yeah. Yeah. they I built, built up beach
0: body beach built up a lot of what their content uh strategy was around what he was doing with that class. And I'm man. telling you right now, I was in the gym when he was teaching those. There were no less than fifty, sixty people Absolutely. in each one of those classes.
1: Even their conferences. Right. Like yeah. they're still moving.
2: They're oh, still I know. moving.
3: It's still it's like Zumba. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like like it's not necessarily moving the way it was, but it's that that wave is still very concentrated and very tight. You know? Yeah,
2: especially where's if you go international. Uh, Where my man Sean T at? Shanti, I don't know. He's, I, I he's moving. Nah, Shanti's like moving too. He's
0: got hop abs, like volume 20. He's yeah. Got some, Shanti's still moving stuff. He's streaming. Yeah,
3: he is. He's, he's live streaming stuff. He's he's got, on he the, got
0: with it. I know he was with the Beachbody Continuum too, so yeah. they, they're all Tony like and those guys underneath. are moving. They're yeah. still moving. Yeah. No sleep. They got right. conferences.
3: They're selling
1: out Atlantic City. They have like, I'm telling you, anywhere between like 2,000 bodies in a room. At like one
2: hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars for the day, yeah, like they're, do- they're
3: moving. They're doing day work, daily workouts that look like a convention. <laughs> yeah,
2: gotcha. Yeah, heard. All right, so we can just quit this and do that. We Tony pull up and yo, your to jack, me. Those yeah, things,
3: man. those things seem like the the like um the like you know those preachers. Yeah. They seem like the like the equivalent of like those of course, preachers who like travel around with, with the, the mega with church. The jet. Yeah. yeah, with the mega church. <laughs> yo, <laughs> I'm gonna get my Creflo dollar yeah. on Are we I was about to say. Are we saying that the
0: the Creflo of fitness? Yeah, get this off. I'm making this happen. I don't know what you guys showed <laughs> the up. The T.D. Jakes. Right. Yeah, that's the exactly what I want. It's like, make sure you take your shoes off before you walk in my church. Man. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, respect me. See <laughs> <laughs> a jet shaped like a dumbbell. You know, wild. real wild yeah, stuff out yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, man. You know. You
3: know Jakes. about this kettlebell-shaped pool, baby.
0: Exactly.
2: You know? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I know T.D. Jakes' rap name? <laughs> nah, I'm not going through that with We're you. We're not even going, I'm going with through I'm not going through that with nah, you. I need hit it. Hit the... it. Hit me. I'm hit me. not going through that with
3: you. Don't listen to them. Let's go.
0: Prevo. Nah. Pre-bo. All right, folks, that was it for Rip Half We're going to move past oh, whatever Kyle's going yo. through.
3: Yo, Kyle got the best dad that jokes. Was
0: great. That, nah. was a, that was great. Nah, that was it. We're going to make sure we add the boom boom. boom after that. Travo. <laughs> Troy, what you got on it from the crown dad? What up, what up, what up,
1: what up? Listen, man, uh, Mom Deep said there's a, war going out. there's a war going on outside. No one is safe from, right? Um, I'm going to rival that to say that there's a war going on inside. You know what I'm saying? Inside the mind, you know, with a lot of people these days. And, um, you know, we've been reading the book Mindset, speaking about uh, growth mindset versus fixed mindset for all those that are listening outside. I just want to tell a story yesterday, right? So my son is about to be four months. Shout out to Poppy Slick Hair, a.k.a. Young Sage (laughs) out here. (laughs) Poppy Slick Hair. He's already gone through the AKs. Yo, yo, he's, listen, young, 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 you can't duplicate the way it flows. That's the young man. He, um he's starting to like he can obviously you guys see on instagram he can keep his head up and get his chest off but he's starting to like roll over Mm -hmm. and he's like like yo he's relentless like the kid will have no energy left and he'll just be like a dead seal still trying to turn over turn over and i'm sitting there watching him for like 20 minutes going at it he'll start to cry a little bit then he'll go again he'll take a breath he'll pout and then he'll go again and he's just resistant like he's just resilient he just won't stop and then I was thinking about how us as adults, we get to a point where we face adversity, we face trial, we face trauma and, you know, tribulation. And th- through all these times, and we we just give up. A lot of us, like, oppose, like, we could be so close to the end goal of whatever it is that we're trying to attain, but we just give up, right? And I think it comes down to, like, because we're old enough to self-assess, right? Like, my, my son doesn't know. He doesn't know what he's doing. But us as adults, we're able to self-assess and, like, look at ourselves and critique ourselves in ways I think we we sell ourselves short from attaining or achieving goals, right? So, what I wanted to do today—oops, sorry—what I wanted to do today was just basically um, give a drop a couple of gems of things that mentally strong people just don't do, right? The things that they don't do um, or, you know, some of the things that mentally strong people do um, to stay strong, to achieve their goals, to stay strong from the crown down. So the first thing that I wanted to do is say that, you know, strong people, mentally strong people, um, they move on, you know? We don't waste time. We don't feel sorry for ourselves. There's no time for that, you know what I'm saying? Um, Another thing that we do is that we keep control. We don't give away our power. And I think that's super important. You got to keep some of you for you. Oprah said it, all right? Um, Another really important thing is um, we're willing to take calculated risks. We weigh the risks and the benefits before we take the action, but we take risks because we know with risk comes reward. You know what I'm saying? Um, We accept full responsibility for past behaviors, and we don't make the same mistake over and over. I always tell people, like, you touch the stove, the shit is hot. Don't touch it again, right? Like, or hopefully you're smart enough to learn from those that came before you. Um, this is a very important thing that I think that mentally strong people and people with a growth mindset do, that people with a fixed mindset or people who, who, who just don't get it do. And I think what we do is, um, we celebrate other people's success. You know, we don't, we don't resent their success. And, you know, we also celebrate our own success. Like, I'm popping a bottle every time I do something good. I don't give a fuck. Who's in the room, and I'm never going down. I'm never going to downplay that. And I think even when I'm not winning the way I want to win, I have the mindset of, "Damn, I'm really genuinely happy for you." And I see, I see inspiration in that. Um, We're willing to fail, man. You know, people with a strong growth mindset are willing to fail, Um, and we don't give up after failing. Just like my son, that's what I was saying. Like he just didn't stop. We don't. We just don't stop. You know, we see failure as a chance to improve. You know, um, I was always the kid that never looked at a question as a stupid question i would ask the question in school and then when i ask the question if i'm wrong now i'm going to get the right answer so i'm learning right and there's a beauty in that um and then the last thing i'll say is um we're prepared to work you know and succeed on our own merits and that we don't feel like the world owes us a goddamn thing we go out there and we work hard and um and then we play hard so, the question that I definitely wanted to ask you guys um before getting into the question, let me say one thing um there's a difference between a growth mindset a growth mindset is a person who definitely sees um optimism and looks for not necessarily the problem but says, "Come to me with a solution all right and I think the opposite for that person is they just have the fixed mentality of like "I'm not smart, I'm not good in that, I can't get any better all right and um, so, the question that I want to ask you men today. The first question is, do you believe that or do you believe that qualities are carved in stone or can they culti- can they be cultivated through experience and actions? Do you feel like you just know what you know and you really can't grow or that you can kind of change the, the, the top layer, but you, it, it stays there? Or do you really believe that strongly that you can change and cultivate through experience?
3: I, I think there's layers to that. I think it's a, there's a difference between like aptitude and then what you can You're going to have a cap. So everyone has a cap at where they can work to. So you can always improve upon whatever you've been given. But some people haven't been given the equal amounts like intelligence. Like you look at how smart you are. Like there's different levels of aptitude that you can have. But there's a everyone has a cap. They have a point where they just maybe can't learn more on that particular thing. But then if you've never been exposed, you're going to be ignorant to it. So you could have an amazing aptitude for intelligence. You can have amazing aptitude for learning things. But if that thing has never come in front of you, then you wouldn't have an ability to know about it. So there's like a level of ignorance to it. I think sometimes people are ignorant to their ability. They're ignorant to the understanding that they can grow. They're ignorant to the, the knowledge that they can, in fact, improve themselves so they don't and they don't reach the potential of what they could have.
1: So what I so what I see there, I I think that's awesome and I respect your opinion, but what I see is again, I'm I'm a big believer of I say it all the time, you, you if you don't know, you don't know. Mm-hmm. But now let's talk about if you are are given, right? Cuz you said there's a lack thereof. But what if everyone is given the same kind of opportunity for them, so equitable practice. Here's a fence, here's a block. You need a block to see over the fence. You don't I do. I need one that's a little higher. You need one that's a little shorter. You're taller. You don't need one. Mm -hmm. Now we all have that block that we need at the fence. So now we can all see equally over Mm -hmm. the fence to see what it is we need. That's an equitable practice. So now once everyone is there, they all have the same ability to learn. So you don't think that people can just basically learn more if they apply themselves, if they're given, if they're put in the right position. I'm not saying you're going to be an Einstein overnight, but I definitely feel like if someone like you said, doesn't have that knowledge, but is given an equitable opportunity, they can now seek that knowledge and and become a smarter human. Yeah,
3: provided that they understand that that ability even exists. That well, they well, understand that, get, that that... It has to be yeah. put in front of them. Yeah, if it's put in front of them, yeah. But then, then it's a matter of how hard you're willing to work and what experiences you've had in the past. There's so many different things that come into it because... Like if you've had the experience of learning from from nothing before, you're going to be better at it, doing it again, even if it's a different thing. If it's the first time you've ever tried to do something you've never done before, you're going to have just normal challenges and psychological issues that come into it that wouldn't come in if you've done it before.
1: There's scientific studies that show people who, who are actually in those situations where it's like they've come in contact with something that they've never done. And they do all these testing and in the book Mindset, it talks about how they ask certain people these questions and they do all this testing and it shows that certain people still thrive better. Like they just have this mentality of like, okay, I suck at this, but I suck at it for now. Like if I continue to push forward, I can get better in this thing. And then there's a scientific study on the other side of the coin where people are just like, I suck at this. This is bullshit. I don't want to do
2: it anymore.
3: Yeah. You I mean, know? some people give up. Some people yeah, don't. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um. Definitely shout out to you. I've been reading the book. It's been dope. You know, uh I really like the uh, the Thomas Edison, like the light bulb analogy, like who did you think yeah he was with when he created this? Yeah. Do you think he was by himself or was he with a group of people? Um I champion Brother Tony because I know his line that he gave me a minute ago is uh ignorance is temporary, stupidity is forever, yeah, like man. long lasting. So yeah. it's like you can't you can't fix stupid. Right? <laughs> if you're ignorant <laughs> You you can fix that as temporary. It's nothing for you to understand what you need to understand as long as you're willing to grow in that growth mindset. If you have the fixed mindset that you're referring to, then it's oftentimes you are you are taking yourself out of the game before the game even starts. You know, it's just like you you already are your worst enemy before yep. you even faced any adversity that would have been which would have helped you get to that next level. So I think it's just important to to realize that you can be your worst enemy, and that your mindset is what does make the difference,
1: you know. I think tone was when I said like your your worst your your own mind can be your worst adversary. Yeah, right? man.
0: There's a lot. There's so much there um, to try to navigate through. I, I'd start with the fact that the whole equity of opportunity conversation is something that, in the ideal world, everybody should have the same—not equity of outcome, but equity of opportunity. Right? Yep. Because. In the world that you're talking about, my effort is going to dictate what happens, right? As I see the world and as how the world has presented itself to me, equity of opportunity is not something that I am guaranteed or assured. So in that space, what can I do? What can I control? And I try to make all of my judgment calls based off of the same kind of guiding principle. I know everybody in this room has seen I'm a realist all the way through. Every single decision I'm going to make is going to be the only expectation I have is on the effort that I put in and what comes out of that, right? And down to the smallest minutiae, it it has to be, I have to take the power away from it so that it doesn't have that external influence. It's kind of like that nature and nurture happening in the same conversation, right? They're not verses. They're more happening in concert at the same time. So if I was given equity of opportunity and I put in good effort, then the results could be good. Absolutely. If one was more prevalent than the other, I could still figure out a way... To thrive through that, because my expectation is on my effort. It's not on anything else other than, hey, the world is going to say, "Here's your hand up. Here's your box that you yeah, need to see. Here's all the rest." Do they don't. But, that's not the cards that I've been dealt. So I got to deal with the yeah, reality yeah, yeah, yeah. of I got to figure it out in whatever way possible. And to that's make the generation
1: we come from, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Opposed, I was trying to like now we're at a point where that's what we're trying to do, right? We're trying to create equitable practices. We're trying yeah. to put people in positions where everyone has a fair shot. Mm-hmm. Now, now what you do with that shot? That's on you. you. That's on you. <laughs>
2: yeah. Right. That's on you. Uh we're not gonna speed past <laughs> minertia. Yo, Um, or the way he used the word concert. Did you hear the way he threw concert in (laughs) there, though? So we got buttress (laughs) and minutia. I didn't say that. (laughs) No, I'm I'm, I'm just keeping track. (laughs) I'll give you minutia
3: next week. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate that.
2: Last question
1: that I think I want to ask you guys are, are what are some of the ways that you would like to change? Right? Because we do, I guess, all agree that we can change to become better in some way. And then what are some of the ways that you stretch yourself towards change? What are some of the things that you do? We know what Tony does. Yeah, for,
3: for me change, I um I, I, I self-evaluate a lot and how I evaluate myself and how I try to coach people into eva- self-evaluation is Look at the person that you are. I've said this before. Look at the person you are. Are you the person that you want to be? And how do you get there? So the main change that I focused on this year actually was um, being giving myself more time to enjoy life, to enjoy myself, to and to appreciate the fact that I am the man I am. So I spent so much time like um lamenting in the fact that I wasn't exactly who I wanted to be and like downgrading my present base mm. because I'm not where I planned. I hear you. and just being like ah you're here but eh you know you as soon as I get something cool that's small but ah uh, and I just move past it I just push it away instead of saying yo I have taken this next step. Yeah. I am at this yeah. place. Celebrate this space as I move forward. So I my main change was appreciating where I am at the moment and allowing myself to grow and not trying to put an accelerant on my growth yeah. and in that same vein also taking making choices based on being a good man than being a successful man and I'm that I'm a fist bump right now thank you thank you for that and I, that, that was a big difference for me because up until pretty recently I was trying to be a successful man and then I was like what's more important to me so I change my decision making from there, so that's the main change that I'm trying to continue. I'm trying to keep making.
1: I think that makes you a successful man. Thank you, honestly. Right? Um, that's dope. That not that is stupid dope, man. Um, I think that's dope. I think have you have you guys ever heard of the book the, um the hungry ghost or the hungry ghost theory? Yeah, I've heard so of the theory. Hung, you know never, the theory? Yeah, yeah the hungry ghost is basically it's like this it's this uh monster that has like this giant stomach that can fill so much food, and it's trying to eat all its food, and it has this very, very, very long neck, but a very small mouth, and um, it tries to get all its food, and the food gets stuck. In the pipe and the food never gets down to the stomach. And, and the analogy behind that is sometimes when it comes to success, or not accepting who we are in, in in the present, is you're trying to do all these things, you're trying to do all these things, you're trying to fill all these voids, and you and you never get full, you go from the next thing, like you said, you do one thing, and the one thing and enough, or fuck it, you brush it on the rug, I, I, I accomplished that, you try to do the next thing. And you're just continuously trying to do these things, but you're never getting full, yeah, because you're just chasing these things, opposed to being like in the present and, and appreciating how far you've come in that exact moment. Yes, you know what I'm okay. saying, and that's the hungry ghost theory. Is uh, he the ghost never gets full? It just tries to eat, 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 and everything gets stuck in his throat, and it never makes it down to where it is
3: supposed to be. You know, me being me, my four, yeah. first thought with the hungry ghost thing was so
0: the spot in brooklyn i thought you were talking about a coffee shop that's that's probably all, where they got that's their wh- name that's from, actually though, what like i key. that's actually how yeah. i found out about yo. that analogy i was yeah. by the
3: hungry ghost and i was like what the hell is that and i had yeah. to i googled it and yeah. that's how i heard yeah. the, the theory but um the thing about the hungry ghost is like first off how'd he die because he a ghost now second off <laughs> when when he get when he when he gets chokes on yeah. the yeah on the food like where what happens when a ghost dies where do they go where do
1: they so what is
2: it? Who's I'm doing not, CPR? No. The go- who's pulling out the AED? I'm going to answer your question because he over here playing games. <laughs> see what man. happens when you throw see? the Prevo
0: out there? <laughs> <laughs> Set the temperature. He did. <laughs>
2: My bad, Pravo. Uh,
0: so Yo, what does a there, ghost funeral look like? Oh, uh,
2: see, now we playing <sighs> games. Oh, there we go. Um, you know what was crazy for me was uh, I was the I was the top of the week change guy mm-hmm. back in the day. I was like, all right, I'm. I'm going to start this on Sunday. You know what I mean? Oh, Sunday, hey. Sunday is the day that everything is, yeah. the Lord has yeah. made it, and yeah. I'm going to make yeah. all this change yeah. on Sunday. And Sunday would come and. Monday sound good. Monday was good. <laughs> Tuesday was better. Yeah. Wednesday was like, damn, I ain't do nothing since Sunday. Mm-mm. Thursday came, like, all right, this next Sunday coming up. I'm here right now. I'm ready. And <laughs> the change that I made was I made my change same day. So, like, if I made the decision to do something, it's starting that day right and i'm going to continue to grow from that day forward it wasn't like a sit around and wait like what are you waiting for Mm -hmm. like we we think that we have so much time to Mm -hmm. do things it was like you don't have no time do that shit right now it's like yo you want to get better at something google what you need right now start today in this very moment cancel your plans today today is day one On site on site today is day one and when i made that change everything else changed. Everything, like, I had a different motor now. I had a different type of battery in my back because I wasn't waiting until Sunday. It's like, nah, what's today? Monday? All right, cool. I'm going to do this today, and we're going to start today. And then next week is going to be my second week of doing whatever it is that I needed to do. And um, that's, that's, that's where my change started, I think.
1: What I think I did to change is um, I took a, a piece from your puzzle, Kyle, um, to try to embrace some kind of adversity every day. So I'm trying to do something... Um, that gives me some kind of adversity in every day, some kind of small adversity, but something that, I mean, I don't, I just think, I just, I think no matter how successful I become in life, I just like to swim upstream a little bit. I just Mm -hmm. need it. It makes me feel alive. That makes me crazy, whatever. But you know what I'm saying? I think, um, I think that little bit of adversity keeps us humble. It keeps us grounded, um And it keeps me feeling alive, man. So Can't that's shine without friction. Yeah, there you go. That's it. So, Write that down. Yeah. So, shout out to you for, for putting that out there, though, man, because that's something that I've definitely been doing. That and then, yeah. uh, you know, celebrating the small wins, like Quincy said. That's literally been my mantra since he came on the show. Mm-hmm. Whether I get a workout for 15 minutes, 25, 30, or an hour,
0: I'm doing something every day. You face some you know type of resistance, some kind that of resistance day. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah, fellas. I love the idea of finding something to be creative in every day mm. um no matter what that is that's my challenge to myself is to just find a different outlet to tell the story that i want to tell and uh try to focus that light and that intention to keep guiding that forward um i guess it does come with some level of adversity come mm. with some level of unpredictedness uh and for a person that's hyper analytical trying to get the fingers on all of that stuff it challenges me to make sure that the first statement that I said where my expectations or my the the way in which I check to see if I'm successful is only by merit of what my expectations are. So I got to check check in with myself, looking at that mirror be like, all right, are you doing the things that kind of like you said are going to lead you to what you defined as success? If I'm doing that, it's a good day. If not, we got to reevaluate, go back to the books, stir it back up, and then yes. try it again tomorrow. Yes sir. Live to fight another day, man. <laughs> That's how we move and Troy. Thank you for the crown down. Love. Blessed us. Make sure you keep your crown on tight today as we moving through. Keep it polished. I'm looking at you, young Jones. With friction.
2: Oh, of course. What's uh, going down? What's going on, ladies what's and
0: gentlemen? What's happening with this lyrical exercise, big homie?
2: You know, it's been a little minute for a uh, lyrical exercise and no new music has come out like in a long time. Like I don't know about y'all, but I've been going back and listening to older Albums that I had to sit with and come back, and one thing that really I harken back to a lot. Oh, look oh at you <laughs> uh, is a uh, Kendrick Lamar. I know we give Jay Cole a lot of love, but yo, K know, Dot is really my guy. Um, Good Kid, Mad City was one of my favorite albums, and for my generation, I think that's like my Illmatic, right? So that there was never an, another vivid story told after Ilmatic comparable. Other than Good Kid, M.A.D. City, in my opinion, you know, okay, that's just me, right? So as I'm as I'm scrolling through Good Kid, M.A.D. City, I played that, cool. After that, I, I hit a couple of mixtapes. Then I got to um, to Pimp a Butterfly. I was like, man, that was actually kind of I understood that on a different level. Um, ended all the way up at Damn, and I was just thinking back, like, I don't think a lot of the fans really digested everything that he says because it's so. It it just has so much into it, so much minutia. So, nah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was a good Ooh. shot, but I don't know if that was it. He pulled it back already. Like yeah. I don't know if that was it. Yeah. Jeez.
2: So um, with that being said, I was just thinking about like, damn, and and what it meant. Like you know, trying to define art in a sense. Like you, can, I don't know. I haven't sat down with him, so I don't know everything that he's talking about. But I'm thinking about like, damn, I've been talking about this same message for three three and a half albums and y'all still don't get it like damn my grandmother just passed and like y'all don't get that nobody praying for me because she was praying for me on the first album but she not around no more you know and this is this is how it's affecting me Mm -hmm. right or damn i'm in a relationship i'm a father now and i gotta you know teach my son everything that i had to learn so i just think that the album was really dope uh the whole story of his father meeting uh, the producer Top Dog at the chicken shop and he didn't kill him because you know he, he showed him love on a chicken and now your son is one of the best rappers alive arguably like that's a story that we never told so I'm excited to see what happens next from there I guess from all it is my question to you gentlemen would be uh, obviously I would I would assume you guys are fans of Kendrick Lamar maybe yes of course yes, sure. of course bro. absolutely <laughs> so what album did you think affected you the most and why? Like, what, what was your Kendrick album? Like, all right, I can rock with this.
0: I can tell you that I slept on Section 80 hard. Mm-hmm. And I it, it was, shout out to Creative Control, shout out to uh, Holland West Productions, because I was in the studio with GLC when they were recording some of the ad-libs to that. And he's like, yo, you got to listen to this Kendrick, man. It's going to be the next thing that changes. Anytime somebody hypes something up, Way over the top.
2: Yo, I feel like I told you about Kendrick though.
0: You might have, but you was, it was in the midst of the people who were actually shooting his videos yeah. and like the dudes that were running the, the, Dubbed over, like GLC was literally in the studio recording his mm. his parts to, mm. yeah. I forget what the song is, but he hit you Come with a that. Come on, man,
2: that's Poor Man's Dreams, man. Hey, Stop I, playing with that. I forgot
0: <laughs> the name of it. So I'm saying that at that point in time, I was just like, man, I y'all are hype. You know, it was like, yeah, anybody man. that's like six people in the room, yo, you gotta check this kid. He's, he's throwing bars, all the rest of that. I was like, whatever, whatever, whatever. Slept on it. Then I actually went back and listened to what was happening from Section 80. I was like, oh, this dude, the density and what he's talking about just on his like second mixtape at that point in time mm-hmm. yeah, was taking you into a whole different type of space. So I knew everything coming after that was going to be the after body that, of work that it ended that up. That rigor
2: mortis? Yeah. oh um, yeah, that was crazy. Oh yeah, rigor mortis is still...
1: Mm-hmm. Rigor mortis is crazy.
3: For, I think for me it was uh, it was Pimper Butterfly. It was such a different way to approach an album. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it didn't it it didn't feel the way most studio albums feel you know it wasn't like a broken segmented like thing like if it felt like it bounced around a little bit it had it just you could tell it was an artist allowed to be an artist just making an album just making music not you know what i mean not like a not like a heavily pressed together overly like analyzed by a studio or a record exact album. It was just like music. And that's what I really dig. I really dig when I get to hear music, when I get to hear the artists, when it's like, you know, you can you can feel some of the process that's been made in it. That that's why that that particular one
2: sang a little more for me. Gotcha.
0: Temple Butterfly was wild. It's kinda like if Spike Lee had to press an album yeah. that took Mo Better Blues and laid it over what Do the Right Thing would be at the same time. That's the album that you would end up with. Just, yeah, <laughs> that's what you. Got. Kendrick
3: has been giving us just all these different types of gems too. Like they're not the same at all. Like you know what I mean? You don't like you have no idea what the next album is going to feel like, sound like. You don't know.
1: Yeah, when he dropped that entitled joint, you just didn't know where yeah. he was going to go. I had no idea. But I think the Section Eighty was probably. Uh, you know what? Even before Section Eighty, so um, so Kendrick Lamar did a song with my cousin in Schoolboy Q called My Cousin Curtains. Shout out to Curtains. Um, he did a song called Where I'm From. Which is crazy If you don't know the song Look it up Because they all went crazy um, But I think My favorite joint is You boo boo Yeah You T You know what I mean Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Trying to learn something turned new down. Yeah you turn down You thirsty Like I just really vibe, Like from that moment That song Because at that point in my life I was kind of in that position Like I'm like Yo I'm trying to go to a higher place Like You know what I'm saying Like if you can't You can't You know you can't go with me If you can't go with me And I think that song Was just like What made me say Yo this kid is
2: He's really everything I think he's gonna be Yeah that was on the the EP, right? Yeah. I think the Kendrick Lamar yeah. EP. Um, what it was called. Yeah. yeah, but that that whole album was crazy. I guess the last question is to to then tie all that together is what was what lesson took you the longest to learn? Right? Because I feel like with Kendrick, he's telling you all these different things and what he's going through. Like, was there anything? Not to get too deep, you know. We we've been here for a minute, but was there anything that was reoccurring in your life that made you? you know, like, damn, it took me this long to learn this yeah. lesson, you know yeah. what I mean? When you get to that damn moment, like, damn, I just realized this the all these years, you know? I was just curious.
3: I got something for you. Um, Was it the Grammys where he did, it was the Grammys, right, where he did the live performance and, like, chain gave gang? us a new joint. With the chain and, gang? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I, I'm, I do a lot of, like, I'm, I'm, I operate in fitness spaces and, like, at the corporate side, so I deal with tons of white people i'm typically a black man in a white space all the time when when i watched how he just like gave everybody exactly how he feels like i know who this audience is i don't care like i'm here i'm about to give you this message you did not know you were about to hear that song not the way he you no one knew and he gave us everything and what happens a lot of times because you know we all talk about our little code switch we are a little bit different. At least I was a little bit different sometimes in spaces that are predominantly white because I'm trying not to ruffle feathers so I can move forward. Stop doing that. That was one of those things that watching an artist perform like that in front of the, in that space and be exactly who he was and call people out for not giving him the representation he wanted for treating him like a nigga in, in spaces when and getting that. And I realized literally from watching that performance that I'm not being authentic when I'm in these spaces, I'm letting things slide or I'm not treating people differently. So I don't lower my voice when I speak about the way white people act when I'm uncomfortable. I don't lower my voice. I, I, I use my exact voice and I call people out exactly as I would privately, publicly, whatever it is, but I don't change when I'm in a boardroom. I don't change when there's when there's my financial freedom on the line. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't diminish that. And, it's such a small thing in comparison to standing up on a stage and doing that. But that's my circle. That's my space. That's where I have, that's my stage. So that was like an inspiration for me to be more of who I am in spaces where I would try to like protect people from their own asshole. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) try to let me, let me, let me soften the blow on how shitty you are because I want to make money off of you. Now you're an asshole. Run me my check.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. I like the, uh, perseverance of his artistry. When you're coming out with something that's going to be that futuristic, there's probably a gang of people that was like, nah, don't do that. Nah, you need to make a song that sounds like X. Nah, you heard what that new Y person is doing. They're at the top of the charts. They're doing all the rest of this stuff. So to hear your own voice and to know that what you're going to do is going to last the test of time and make sure that it's something that is going to be truly avant-garde and truly innovative and stand by it 100% of the time, I won't do that. That's my life's work. If I can do that, I don't care what the results are. If I work towards that every day, that's what I want.
1: I see him just, again, like you said, I'm, you know, I'm just going to echo the same sentiments. I think he just basically, he was ready to risk everything for everything he felt he deserved. And I think he set the precedence for all people, period, with that performance, that, like, you ain't just here. You, and you don't got to be happy to be here. You deserve to be here. And you need to speak your truth. Yeah. And be an authentic human. And I think that's what he did. But he did it in a way where it was like, Shit, I'm gonna risk everything right now. And this can go one of two ways, but at the end of the day, um I'm gonna have no self resentment and I could look myself in the mirror, knowing that when I stepped on the stage, I gave y'all what I wanted to. There was yeah. no there was no yes man, you know what I'm saying? He he did what he needed to do. That's what's up.
2: Yeah. Shout out to K Dot, man. I mean he out here. Yeah.
1: Oh, no most definitely
0: hell yeah Young Jones I think, thank you for that breakdown big homie what was you gonna say course. Troy I
1: just one I, I think damn could've also just been like damn like this is where we at this is the state of music
0: yeah, yeah. like damn. Damn. damn that's what I really
2: got you letting like Corn yeah. Road Kenny get on yeah. the cover yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know? Word. He's trying to give you that insight, man. He's like, you know where it was coming from? got to tell the people where to go,
2: man. Damn, I went, I went mainstream and I'm pop. Like, you know what I'm saying? Man. I'm still hood
0: with it. Man. Like, damn. Damn, I did it. Got to give you a little yeah. bit of everything, man. Yo, shout out to Young Jones. Appreciate you for that. Now we got to kick it over to my man, Corey. Uh, Corey, what I you know going to hit the do. people off with today? We Please give them that mind sex, buddy.
3: It is that time. You got to dim the lights. Put on your shades. Do what you need to do. Light a candle. You know, let's get right into it. So um, recently, I, I, a friend of mine I lost his father and it, it impacted me a lot in the fact that one, I immediately called my dad and told him he's amazing and how much I love him and how much he is the example of how a good man should be. But it reminded me of the the why life is so beautiful is because it's finite um, that you, you never really know how you're going to go but you know that you will eventually you'll eventually be gone this will end and you're blessed with this life you're blessed with this opportunity so immerse yourself in your surroundings and be present do not miss a fucking moment like in in a time of watching concerts through your iphone and you know when calling instead of texting is like an unfriendable offense we know more people by instagram than than anything else and we we lose our moments like we got to be We got to be back into our moments. We got to be back into being present and appreciating the beauty that we have. And um, it kind of ties back to what we were talking about earlier. When you think about where your life is and what you get to see every day, like, when it rains like yo appreciate that it is raining like you know it's 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 giving it's giving life to the earth it's 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 nourishing the, the the trees that you get to see later grow you know all these things that we experience we forget that every single moment has some beauty in it even in loss because when you lose someone you you reflect on their life you reflect on how they, impact, they impacted you and you're reminded of how great that person is and sometimes you have to take that loss to also appreciate all the things that you still have So just, I I just challenge all of us to remember to be present, remember to appreciate your moments, just like just marinate in those moments that you have and, and love everything that you're getting and love everything that's around you. You can always lose it at any time. So treat it like it's that precious. So gentlemen, talk to me about being present and what being present means to you individually.
1: Man, um, got, uh, just, just to be super duper real, um, just got my Instagram and Facebook, all that social media time down from one hour to um, 30 minutes Instagram, 20 minutes Facebook for the day. Like, that's it.
3: That's like, funny.
1: once that—and once it's up, it's up. I ain't logging back on. I'm not doing anything. Like, if I ain't, if I ain't get the comment, if I ain't see your post, it is what it is. I want to be present. I want to be present with my family. I don't want to miss moments with my son. I don't want to miss moments with the family members that I have here. I just booked a, a quick trip— um, We're going down to uh, Charleston and Columbia, South Carolina, so that my son can meet his other great-grandmother. So, like, being present to me means really, like you said, taking advantage of the people that we have here. Y'all know me. I'm a caller anyway. Don't text me. Mm -hmm. Like, unless you're short and sweet. Like, not going to read your Bible text. Call me. Like, that's just who I am. But I'm... I knew that the social media aspect, because I have a following, because I'm doing business things, was consuming me in a way where I wasn't able to be as present. And I felt like I was, I was having more anxiety by being on there and seeing things and letting my mind wander into places that it shouldn't wander when I should be focused on everything I have around me. And that's the truth. So now, like, I've never been so present. Like I'm in the best place I've ever been since I set these hard boundaries for my social media, for how I interact at home as far as like when my phone is down, when people are, I'm in a room with or at a table, my phone is not going to be around. Like if we're having dinner, this is it. Like I'm not even checking it. And I've been more, I've been more present than I ever have because we come from this generation where we didn't, we didn't have these things forever, man. Yeah, we're from this, but this isn't all we know. We knew how to operate without technology. We knew how to pick up the phone and leave a voicemail. Yeah. so I'm, I'm just i'm stepping back saying listen i know i was i was moving around but i'm getting back to it and that's it feels amazing
2: um i think i'm present by actively creating time for people like that's a thing like if you don't if you're like yo yo let's get up next week i right, bet i'm gonna see you next week cool next week never gonna happen it has <laughs> to be like yo what you doing thursday at six cool Let's meet here, and this is how it's gonna happen and that's how that meeting happens. If you don't make that time to make time, it's never gonna happen, that's and that's how you have to be present and I feel like um, I just got up with my boy uh over the weekend Joseph from high school like and I ain't seen him about maybe like five years, but he just moved to New York, he lived in the upper east side I've been trying to I've been on dude for like two weeks like yo fam let's let's link, let's do this let's link, let's link. And it never worked, it never worked, fell through, and then we finally linked. And it's just like I was happy to sit down and talk to him and, like, catch up on life, like just something regular, right? So you have to be present by presently and intentionally making time for the people that you want to make time for, period. That's it.
0: Yeah, man. I definitely like the holding people accountable to making that date. 'Cause the follow through everybody has the best of intentions with the worst of follow through. Yeah. Whenever yeah. you set that up, yo, Always. the intentions would be on twenty, follow through is on two. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. you gotta make sure that you have that, especially in this city, yeah. Put that date and that time calendar. in there to make it work and you get an a
2: calendar invite from me.
0: Yeah. Straight
2: it, up. It's on my calendar.
0: It's more likely for it to actually follow through, you know. Um, I guess for me, because I struggle with the idea of what the infinite could be, I have to live in the now. Right. I don't know definitively that there is an infinite solution for me out there. So every day has to count in some way, shape or form. And I have to keep rehearsing why that day has to count more than the day uh, that was before it or the fact that I might not get the day tomorrow. Right. And I try to reset that intention every single day to live in the now because, you know, the promise of the infinite sounds great, but I don't know if that's there. And that's I try to keep rehearsing that, and that keeps me anchored to what's happening in that particular day and that time. Try to get the small victory, yeah, man. for that day, absolutely, yeah,
3: yeah. I, I, one of the things that um I I do I I agree with the shutting off of the phone and, and the stepping and things back, but one of the main things I do is um I one make myself a more active listener. Um, a lot of times when um you'll find some people find when they talk they're Also waiting to say and while you're waiting to say you're not listening yep so um, I make myself an active listener I take I don't care what I have to say I'm listening to you then I say whatever I have to say I don't hold my thought you know a lot of times you're like oh I got a good line let me throw it out of my back pocket and you put Mm -hmm. in the back of your head and while you're holding space for whatever you have to say you are not listening to that person fully give that person your space give that person your time so I make sure to do that to be present and to be inside of all the moments that I'm in. I also, another thing just ran into my head is I've made it a a particular goal of mine to really know someone's name. I forget people's names. I don't really, remember them. I've been really bad about that. Come on, so, man. I'm great with that. Kind so of thing. what I do is I, I, one, when they say it, I say it back to them, and then I make sure that I pronounce it properly. So that I say, because, you know, people with especially like different ethnicities, they have different names. Um, One of my new clients, her name is Hani. So that's not a, that's for me, for English, that's not a pronunciation that just rolls. Hani is not a name that rolls. So I had to teach myself to say her name properly. And that's important. That's being present. Because what happens with people who have ethnic names a lot is they give you the white version, the watered down version of their name. They'll be like, oh, Chan. Or Chan or something that they know we can pronounce because we speak English. So I try to learn and say their name and give them that respect as well.
0: Love that. Yo, that's dope, man. That's just like when you get them telemarketer calls. It's like, fam, your name is not Chris. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know I don't know nothing about you, but, but confidently I know I know that's not your name. You ain't Chris. <laughs> you are not Chris. <laughs> all right, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hang on, Peter. I'll be yeah. right back when you get my social security number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was about to say money. I, think, I ain't giving you no information until you give me that name.
1: I think the, the importance too is to, like you said, like, all right, now you've 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 been intentful, you held this guy accountable, you made sure you got the appointment on the calendar, you got the local location downpack you meet at the location and then when you meet at that location phones are gone. Always, so that yes. you can truly be present. And then of I course. think another thing is setting boundaries. Like a new, a new thing I'm doing is I'm setting boundaries for when I'm answering text messages. Like when did it get to a point where like now I, I sent you this text message, you got to respond right now. Or like, you know, I've always had the anxiety of trying to be like if someone's responds, if someone sends me a text, let me respond immediately. Or if I didn't, I would be like, I'm sorry that I didn't respond. Now I'm just like, I'm getting to it when I get to it because I'm also creating a space to be present for myself. Yeah. Right. Just to sit back and be in my own thoughts sometimes yeah. and not answer everything that I have going on. Like, you got to set those boundaries as well. So, like, you know, as much as I want to be present for everyone else, I have to be present for myself. Sometimes I just want to listen to my own thoughts and see what's going on. That's real. You know? Yeah,
2: man.
3: One of the most disrespectful things I think people do is send you a question mark after they sent you a text.
1: Oh, that's so rude. Nah.
3: Like, yo, miss me with that. Yeah. Like, I, I, I will. if I saw that, then I'll see this. Like, I don't understand what you're doing. Like you telling me to hurry up, chill.
2: That's when you get left on red. Miss me with that. My red receipts yeah. is on. You will know I read it. <laughs> it didn't <laughs> and didn't respond. I, and I did not yeah. respond yeah. on purpose. We live in Sit on that. time mm-hmm. of
0: entitlement.
3: Marinate right? in that moment. Be present with that. Yeah. Be present with this red.
0: You mess around, and get a forty-eight hour response. Seriously, that. Like, you like, mess oh, around and get no word. response. You get a you get a face to face
1: response. What was you thinking, fam?
0: It just be a word. <laughs> you don't
3: get words oh. back. You get it. You get a gif.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Emoji symbols, just random ass stuff. It's like, why is there a fist, a dog, and a flag? I don't understand what none of this means. <laughs> yo, that is, yo, one
3: of my favorite... great. Yo, for real, one of my favorite things to do to people is send them random, like, nonsensical emojis in the yeah. back of what I text. Just to... Because I know they're trying to figure it out. Because you know there's mad jargon going on. You know, yeah. someone's like, yo, what, what's scrambled egg puppy?
2: Yeah.
3: Yo, what is Modern scrambled Modern What is scrambled egg puppy? Fire hydrant. Yo, Damn. what is... It-
0: I don't know what he means. he got crack this
3: code. Here, figure this out. Man, I shouldn't have gave away my trick. Now people are going to no, know I'm messing with him.
0: Star Hell, T-Rex eggplant. Yeah. Where's he going? He's like, well, what's happening right now? now? You
3: know about the Star T-Rex eggplant, because if you put it the star and then you put T-Rex yeah, in, you know what I'm you saying, with the eggplant. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. I don't know what kind yeah. of info you want to be giving out, but I appreciate that the first half of the mindset segment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know the latter half, it got a little rocky, but you know I'm glad. I'm glad we pulled it all together, man. Uh, we might I need up. to say a Prevo, yeah. Yeah, Prevo? No, Ooh. we're not saying a Prevo You and his dad is going to die on the same hill. <laughs> Prevo and, and the episode with a Pravo. Pravo. I can't even go with that, man. Yo, guys, yes. you got anything else you want to hit the listeners with before we dip up out of here? <sighs> no Pravos. He's keeping past that again. Remember, April fifth. Mark it on your calendars.
2: We got yeah. something special coming. Hell yeah! Sure.
0: Kyle hit the people with the the page to follow.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, if you go to off the strength underscore. Uh, I mean, I keep telling you all right, week, man, pull up. Hop in the inbox. What's yeah, going on, man? Hop on, in the, the inbox, know. leave That's some up. voice Click notes. Click the link in the
0: yeah, bio. all all kind of other DMs. Right? Yeah. We don't want some of them other messages be looking a little crazy. <laughs> you want to hear some tips and tricks? You want to hear something about what's going on in the in these fitness streets? Yeah, let, let me up. know. Talk to us. Yeah, man. Here, yeah, here's what those I'm questions. I'm going to take the
1: time to promote myself. Go ahead. Go for you. it. Do do that, do that. Make sure you go to my Instagram, Troy underscore Brooks. Go to that bio. Click the link and then download the app. Make sure you are, you know, leveling up with your boy.
0: Get that dirty 30 on. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I want to
1: take a
3: moment to say thank you. Um, Thank you to everybody who listened to us, who th- shows support, shows love. Just thank you for spreading the word and, you know, listening to support. Thank you, for real.
0: Thank word, you. Word. Spread that love. Thank you, people. Shout, shout out there. to Sri Lanka. Yeah, shout out to all my Sri Lankan <laughs> homies out there holding it down. <laughs> Once again, it's been another fantastic episode of the best goddamn wellness podcast off the strength I'm a trainer called Tony TB you're one of y'all Corey. gotta talk <laughs> I, I, you talk
3: when I talk I can't
0: talk
2: can I can I go you're a trainer Corey KR Jones underscores in the building
0: peace and much love until next time folks we'll see you soon